No, it says we're offline. Are you on oh. your own? Oh, there we go. No, we're oh, live whoops. now. Whoopsies. No, we're good now. <laughs> we're good now. I gotta learn to like not do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody. This is the Backseat Podcast. My name is Adam. With me, we have Henry on the other I line. Hello there. Well, this is a this is an interesting venture for, I think, both of us. A podcast isn't something I thought we would ever do. Uh, no, not e- not in the slightest. But it, no. it's something that we would talk about and talk about and talk about, and would just never get done. But I I can't say how happy I am to be here with you. Kind of. It, it is a pleasure to. Hey! <laughs> It is a pleasure to join you, my friend, and Uh-oh. I'm glad that we finally got this off the ground. It has been a long time coming and a long time prep work, so... Uh, yes, this is the most preparation I've done for any creative venture. Like, at all. We've got yeah. show notes, we've got news stories, we've got segments. Oh, shit! We're in for a good time. I'm sorry if that blasted anybody's ears. <laughs> it's gonna be a, an interesting little venture for us, for sure. Um, Definitely. So, Mr. Adam, uh, Adam mm-hmm. the Vape Permit. Uh, my friend, uh, let me in on, let me let you in on some stuff that's been going on because okay, I know so, you have been very much separated from the rest of us for a little bit. So my bad. Nah. So for anybody wondering, I, I I manage a vape shop. Um, that is my full time job right now. That being said, I work Tuesday through Saturday, so I am away from the group for most of the week. And I don't get to participate in the regular hangouts. It also doesn't help that I live you know an hour away. So yeah. this is our very first segment on our very first show called Adam the Vape Hermit. And I'm, I'll give you guys a little something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what, what happened this weekend? Because I, I miss right. y'all. I want to know. I got to feel included. So not much has happened over the week, unfortunately. Lots of busy, busy times with uh, finals and everything coming up. Yes. Um, most everyone has been either busy with finals, uh, preparing for finals... And we're getting reamed by that. So it's not exactly a uh, fun time. But I think plans are for the next week or two, I think we're going to try to do volleyball if the if the weather permits. I Whose idea was that? Uh, it's a combination of, I think, Issa's, Seth's, and a couple of other people. Um, it's yeah, I th- I'm actually looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun if we can get it off the ground. I and... haven't played volleyball since I was at Oklahoma State. And for those of you who don't know, that was like five years ago. Uh, I have never played volleyball, so I'm going to happily embarrass myself by face first into the sand at least once. That's that's for sure. I'll be sure to be <laughs> videotaping that. <laughs> like, I almost can't wait for that now. Yeah. And then uh, birthdays. Birthdays are coming up. A couple special people, special uh, little boys and girls coming up, uh, turning 20 and I think 24, 25. I believe it is. Damn, Seth, you're old. <laughs> you're old as but, uh, shit, dude. Uh, and unfortunately, Isa cannot keep her trap shut. So uh, beans were spilled. Right. Uh, so for everybody listening, obviously this is the first time. Isa is Henry's sister. Yes. yes. Our friend Seth, Nicole, birthdays are this weekend. I'm excited for that. I I was gonna try to like finagle my way in to the plans and be like, hey. Uh, Issa, I've got a hundred dollar gift card to Top Golf. You want to do that? Um, that just sounds fun. 
But yeah. like, I, I'm gonna be doing Top Golf the next day anyways. So my my thought is, if I can get two days of fairly decent practice in, I can go out and actually start playing golf again. Actually, uh, Top Golf wouldn't be a bad idea for a small amount of time. It's just time constraints because the day after i think is mother's day right i think um so we're gonna have a little bit of issue with like trying to figure out time schedules and all that jazz but uh for the most part uh i know the dinner is set which i know you guys um you and ivy won't be able to uh uh, participate in which is a little disappointing i think that's regrettably I work. I work until seven on on uh, Saturdays. So. Yeah, she let she let us know. So it's unfortunate because that's the second one in a row. Actually, no, no, that's not true because we went to uh, we went to that bowling place. Uh, oh God, don't get started long, on know. that shit. <laughs> I know more about that, but dude, uh, who the fuck says, "Hey, we're gonna open this a place for adults to have fun and have last call at ten o'clock"? I listen, man. I, with the way that everything was set up, it was like a children's casino in there. Just like a bunch of like, like bright flashing lights, a bunch of like slot, the equivalent of like slot machines. It's just like, oh, cool. There's no reason to be here other than like, maybe if you're babysitting. So right, yeah. And I I have been there once before on a on a work team building thing, and it wasn't that great then. So I think I got my hopes up a little bit. It was fun to see everybody, but damn, that place needs to get their stuff together. Yeah, it was is. Good time just for the company, not necessarily the, but, um, for the most part, it was it was a good time. Good good to see everyone as well. Yeah, I I, I genuinely miss everybody. I've uh, it's hard living this far away. Like we've got, I think one more year here after July, and then we're gonna and- try to either buy or start renting a house, and we're gonna try to get one I think closer to everybody, so that way we can actually be sociable. That would actually be nice because we could actually see you then. <laughs> Yeah, it's it so weird nice that people want to see me. That's weird. Like I, I don't, don't want to see myself. <laughs> hey, it's a pro- It's a prize to have you every time. It's oh. it's it's just rare that we ever get to see you. So it's it, we can't really do much with it other than you know say hello and just catch up every time. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, wow. But as long as the weather permits, volleyball's happening, uh, and then birthdays and everything. But man, did you see the the softball sized hail that like demolished people's cars the other weekend i think it was i did um i'm an avid user unironically of tiktok so of course i saw a lot of that Um, that was uh reminiscent of the the winter storm that happened yeah i don't know oh there's thunder outside right now if uh, for everybody watching you know we live in texas and uh the area i'm in is about to get bent over right now um hopefully there's no uh large bouts of hail but that's softball size hail man that's something crazy um like imagine a quarter size hail and it's not fun it's like imagine a hole the size of your fist just just plowing through glass just tearing up your car like man that that does not sound like a fun time to be in honestly no, because then you got to deal with insurance and everything. Oh my god! I'm yeah, like road. the insurance on one of my uh, family's cars. I think a couple years ago, like they tried to call the car totaled after like a small hailstorm. Like I, I can't even imagine wanting to have to deal with that. That's not going to be fun at all. No, and I, I mean I've dealt with multiple cars. I've got a 2004 
Honda Pilot. So it's built like a tank, but there still has problems with that every once in a while. The amount of times I've had to almost total that car kind of amazes me. I never want to go through that again. I really don't. I mean, I just... Uh, I, I've only been in one accident where the car was totaled, but like I can I can feel that, man. I don't want to. Yeah, thank God. I've, I've, I've been in one where it's totaled, too. Uh, and it was my dad's car, and I was driving. Whoopsies. <laughs> I didn't hear the end of that. Must not have been very happy with you after the fact. No, it wasn't. It wasn't our fault. But the the guy that hit us had terrible insurance, so we were just kind of SOL. I mean, it messed my back up for months. But the oh, the weather... it was that yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, the uh, the the weather here has been so crazy that every time the cloud get or the clouds start building up, I'm just like, all right, go prep under the stairs go prep the cupboard we're gonna just probably sit in there for a while today yeah i think we've had like three tornado warnings so far like alone this week it's been pretty nutty and it's only getting worse yeah yeah some as soon as summer rolls around i hope it gets better because like spring and fall are usually the worst times for them but like it's not that bad right now right and uh i lost my train of thought Yeah, Yeah. Texas is just trying to kill us. I think that's kind of what I'm going to go with as my headcanon for all this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll go with. Texas hates us. We hate you, too. It's trying to kill us right now. It's all the the jazz that's going on right now. It's like, hey, maybe uh, stop it. Right. It's just, it's it's like a parent slapping a kid right now. Texas is like, hey, quit it. Stop that shit. Okay. Um, so another thing we like to do on the show, or we're going to do on the show is we have some news. And I think we're going to start with one that I found from CNN. The oldest known whiskey is soon to be up for auction. A historic bottle of whiskey can soon be yours if you, has, if you have tens of thousands of dollars to spare. The whiskey bottled in the Grange, Georgia is about to go up for auction. The old Ingledew whiskey is be- believed to be the oldest known whiskey in existence, according to Skinner, which is facilitating the auction. Basically, what they're saying is this old-ass bottle of whiskey is going to catch between $20,000 and $40,000. Which honestly doesn't seem like that much, but, like, and honestly, I feel like it should be worth more, but, like, that's a decent chunk of cash for just, like, a small bottle of whiskey. Right, and they aged it using carbon dating, which, God, I love science. Uh, Looks like it was produced between 1762 and 1802. Oh, that's Revolutionary War era to Civil War era. Like mm-hmm. that's that's old stuff. Yeah. With like how someone didn't drink that, like to to solve their problems or just have a good time, I don't know. The fact that it's still around is a is just amazing to me. I agree. I, I would you drink it if you bought it? I would. Right? Uh well it's meant to be drank, so of course. It's just, some people are gonna look at you and be like, What are you doing? Like, that's a collector's edition item. I'm like, I don't care. I've never it's understood alcohol. the collector thing. I, I, can't, I can't wrap my head around it. If you're going to buy something that expensive, like, buy, like, a piece of art or something. Don't buy something that's meant to be consumed. Like, yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, at the end of the article, it goes on to say this is the oldest known bottle of whiskey, but it's nowhere the most expensive uh, in 2019, the Macallan Fine and Rare 60-year-old 1926 became the most expensive bottle of wine or spear ever auctioned when it sold for $1.9 million. 
that I I don't I really don't know what to make of, of a lot of this story, but I I kind of I want I want to know how it tastes. I don't think we're gonna get that opportunity. <laughs> no, but I like. <laughs> not I gonna lie. Know. I, I like. I just it, it's the morbid curiosity. Like, does it taste like ass, or does it still retain the oaky flavor, or is it like? you know, nicotine or something that oxidizes and just turns sour or like sour milk or something like can My, alcohol go bad. Um, yeah, everything can go bad over time. It's just, if you keep it in the right conditions, it'll either never happen or it'll take way too long for it to actually be. Noticeable. I think for the alcohol, for as long as it was, as long as it was kept like away from sunlight, uh, cause it's in an opaque bottle, at least from what I'm seeing. On yeah. the uh, picture it's got. It's like, as long as it was kept away from sunlight and you didn't open or crack it at any point, it should be fine. So you're probably going to get, like, original, like, Civil War, Revolutionary-era whiskey flavor. Like, whatever they were producing back then. USA! 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 <laughs> Fuck them redcoats! Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, but as, uh, as, as long as they didn't crack it, you know, maybe there's yeah. a chance. There's a yeah. chance. It, I'm with you. If it's still sealed relatively well, and like you said, the presentation of it looks like it was stored correctly throughout the whole thing. I bet it's good. <laughs> but if I'm paying twenty thousand to forty thousand dollars for it, I'm, I'm taking a sip. Why not? At, at no point, I, you know what? I and I've kind of considered this. Uh, like, if I ever get to the point where I have money to throw like that, that is the stupidest waste of money. Like, that is the stupid. Like, a like. Shout out to Popov for him because, like, they're amazing. Uh, that Russian import bottle of, like, cheap, cheap $5 plastic vodka, it is, it, it gets the job done. Like, and, uh, and America, USA, you know, uh, Everclear. Oh, God. Uh, awful, awful stuff. Awful <laughs> stuff, but it gets the job done. I don't understand the purpose of, like, 2000 uh, plus anything whiskey. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm a whiskey connoisseur. No, I, I, I like my whiskeys and I like my scotches and bourbons. I'm not too specific on it, um, but I do have a bottle of Glenlivet sitting here on my desk that I am fucking in love with. Oh, oh, the one that uh, you got for your birthday? Yeah, that's the oh, one. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, so if you hear this going off, that means Adam's drinking on a Monday. Don't judge me. <laughs> Man, uh, man, Glenlivet. We uh, for when we went up to Montana for Kyle's birthday, uh, we bought me and Zach bought him a nice bottle of uh, Glenlivet. We we split the plight uh, the price on it. Man, uh -huh. that thing was, oof, that was a that was a good bottle, like twelve year, I think it was. Oh, nice. I was wondering about the twelve year. Mm hmm. It's uh, surprisingly good. If you ever get, you know, if you ever want to splurge on yourself or reward yourself for something you know that that's a good one. myself that is a good one <laughs> yeah well it's funny you mentioned that i forgot you guys went to montana we did yeah so it i've was... got a question for you from the montana airport to daryl's place how far of a drive was it uh it was about an hour 10 minutes oh. kyle kyle shortened that to about an hour thankfully but uh <sighs> If it weren't for the fact that it was nighttime we got when we got picked up, because the drive back to the airport was beautiful. It snowed the day before. It was like the every little bit of vista that we had beforehand absolutely topped off with snow. It was 
gorgeous. So it's like if it weren't for the fact that the it was nighttime, wouldn't have been as bad. And the fact that you know we jet lagged from hours of flying. Uh, yeah, but, how long was that oh. flight? Three, four hours? Um, the first flight got delayed by an hour where we were literally just flying in circles because Colorado was caught in a snowstorm. Um, Yikers. So, so that was about three hours. Um, <sighs> and because it was delayed, we had to run to our next airport uh, terminal. Um, and we barely made it too. And that was another two hours. The I think the worst part about it, like the flying itself, wasn't that bad. It was the fact that we had to have had to have our masks on the whole time, and like that was the first time I'd had to fly with a mask on. Uh-huh. Uh, it gets old very quickly whenever you're just like in a plane and the air is already like super stale, and you're just like, please, I need to breathe, please, <laughs> please let me let me go. Well, I flew, I flew back from Columbus, Ohio in October, which by the way, Ohio is real. Fuck all of you that say otherwise. Um, the mask thing wasn't that big of a deal. And that was, I mean, that was October. That was the time when like, if you're not wearing a mask, you are a terrible person. Now it's kind of like, okay, can ease off the the hate a little bit. Just don't be a shitty human being. Um, yeah. But this dude, this big cowboy dude sat next to me. I, I got upgraded to first class, and I was like, oh, sweet, free alcohol. And then I was like, well, now I'm regretting it. This big yee-haw is just sitting next to me. Hey, where are you from? I'm like, uh, I'm from Dallas. We're going back there. I'm like, well, where are you from? Because I'm from Memphis. And I go, oh, the one with the big Bass Pro Shop pyramid? And he goes, why is that everybody? <laughs> oh, everybody knows about Memphis. And I'm like, Cause, no, it's, it's Memphis. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Man, shout out to Andrew for that stupid video that he keeps oh it's so good have you seen that video that he keeps like uh showing uh yes, I, I have i have it is so it's it's gold <laughs> it, i mean it, it is good <laughs> it's it's funnier than hell but yeah it, it, flying back wasn't that bad um you know we got a little meal on the flight and of course i was drinking beer the whole time so i was feeling pretty good um I, but it, it did get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over this. Are we almost there? Because, I don't know, maybe my breath smells bad or something, but I'm going to throw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I can understand that. Uh, I've never been in a situation where I've gotten to drink on a plane yet, but I can I can kind of see where you were going with that. It's a good time. I, it's a really I, good man, time. I've... Man, the, from the flight that I took uh, from Chile back to Florida and then from Florida home, on that, like, eight-hour flight, I wish I could have been drunk. That would have been just... Falling asleep on that flight would have been so easy. Right. But... What I was getting at is the threat of puking in your mask is very sad. Thanks for following, Isa. We love you. <laughs> we shit talked to you earlier, just a heads up. Um <laughs> I, I, I always forget, you said Chile? Yeah, Chile. I always forget you're from around there. No, no, no. Parents are, parents are Cuban. Parents are Cuban. Cuban. Not, not oh, Cuban. okay. Okay. Hi, Ivy. Thank you. I know you're in the bedroom next to me. <laughs> That's my girlfriend following. Um, yeah, I, I think we can probably move on now. But damn, I want to taste that fucking whiskey. It, you know what? At some point in the future, if we ever get if we ever get there, you know, I will happily that that'll be my pre- present to you. Long, long belated present. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, now I'm excited. <laughs> this podcast better start making some fucking money. All right. Um, so something cool in the gaming world. Uh, 
most everybody who's following now knows we're we're gamers we're gamer dudes um but i really like the resident evil franchise and resident evil 8 or village or whatever is coming out next week but i i kind of missed this when it first came out but the demo for resident evil 8 was like extremely restricted to like a 24 hour window for 30 minutes that's all you could play did you see that shit I did. I actually watched um, a couple of people stream it live um, while they were, like, having their first playthrough of it, like the demo. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not that big a fan of the Resident Evil series, uh, aside from 4 and uh, 2, because those those are the ones that I played, like, back in in the olden day. Uh, But, man... It it looks good. It it might it might pull me in if if they release it on PC. I'm so you very you never much... played seven, right? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Did, did you watch it? Uh, I actually recently found a channel that does uh quote unquote recapitations, mm-hmm. um, where they kind of that's clever. <laughs> it, it's I know right. Uh, let me see if I can find them real quick, but. They do recapitations or recaps on storylines for certain series, uh, et cetera, in uh-huh. which they, from like start to finish, uh, they will basically summarize the entire plot of the game. And I've actually rewatched all the like uh, Resident Evils from one to seven. Like seven was actually really, really cool. Like narratively speaking, I I did not expect that because I I didn't hear much about it when it came out, other mm-hmm. than like it was it was okay it was good, but man that that story was really really interesting. Yeah, I liked Seven a lot. I liked it so much that I bought it on sale, and I'm too much of a puss to play through it, but I might try here soon. Um, so when Village started gaining some steam in the news cycle, it was okay. We're having this. Um, demo that's only open for 24 hours for these certain people you only get half an hour here in one location and then a half an hour in this other location mm-hmm. something like the castle in the village uh yeah 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 but i so i watched the the live stream while i was at work i watched the live stream of their announcement of all this because i thought we were going to get some new like story elements the new information mm-hmm. the only thing we really got was the demos and some other vr crap that i really don't care about um wait it's gonna be but, vr uh no, they're make they ported uh Resi Four into VR. Oh, ooh, that's gonna be fun if I can get my hands <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, thanks for following, dude. Uh, yeah, that sparked some kind of huge backlash that I really didn't start seeing until after the demo had passed. A lot of people were like, "What? What makes you think this eight-hour time window is gonna be enough for us to play? You know, we've got things to do." Mm-hmm. And how I worded this in the show note was Resident Evil 8 and Capcom stop, Capcom stop being dicks. They they finally extended that. Um, they finally extended the demo. Players North America will have access from May 1st all the way through May 9th. So that's even after the game releases. I'm kind of excited about it. I can tell. Like, this is something that, uh, you know, having never mentioned it before, like, you're really passionate about say, uh it's well, I I don't know I'm just I'm ever since uh, six I've not really been that hopeful for the series but you know seven did a lot of good um, and I'm excited to see where the story goes but I'm more interested about giant vampire lady 
At least be somewhat classy with it. <laughs> what? Vampire lady, step on my face. Well, one of the comments on this article does say, step on me, mommy. Um, Wait, does it actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, it does. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, the internet is wild. Right. That is, that is fantastic. Right. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to highlight this story is, like, the internet is starting to make their voice known, and I think it's really cool that companies are starting to listen. I think, I think that started being, with Sonic. I think they're being forced to listen. Because, like, EA and all that jazz of the uh, go woke, get woke, go broke thing were, like, we just cash cow the thing into the ground and, like, we don't listen to the players. Like, like what's happening with the Avengers game right now? It's oh, just... Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's, that kind of stuff is just throwing it into the ground. I was fucking pissed when that game came out. That game came out. Jesus, I have not slept very well. When that game came out, I was so upset by how awful it was. Man, you're telling me I saw so much like bad publicity news coverage about it. I was like, man, I thought about grabbing this. Mm -mm, never mind, no more. I did no, too because you. I assumed, I, even though it was a different studio making it, I assumed it would be somewhat similar to the Spider-Man PS4 game, which is one of my top five games of all time oh yes yes amen to that it was a fantastic game i'm so excited for the second one too i can't wait till we get to cover that but i really like that the the company's big fortune 500 companies are starting to listen to the individuals on the internet and i think voting with your wallet is really starting to work it gives Whoa. me a little bit of hope for humanity but time will tell with time my, will tell on that Right, but with my experience with the FDA and big tobacco lobbyists with my job, I that hope is surely just crushed into the ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, from that perspective, I can see where you're have, having a little bit of pessimism, but it's like, as long as people understand, like, hey, you're getting ripped off, you know, they can make smarter and more informed decisions. But, like, the thing about, like, the newer, like, group of, like, gamers growing up now is like they're growing under they're growing up under a blanket idea that this is a and they're hearing older people complain about it mm -hmm. and it's kind of up to them to realize if the older people are right or not in this case which I, I i think we're all in the right by saying hey nickel and diming us to the like to our graves isn't a good way of like making games and setting up a good business but um it's kind of up to them to be like yeah i'm not gonna buy your game because, you know, parents are the ones that buy games for their kids, and I feel like that's where most game sales come from, at least for, not not specifically, like, Resident Evil, but, like, other AAA games. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of, we have to hope that they're the ones that kind of frontline it for us and say, hey, you know, we realize what you're doing. This is some bullshit. Maybe right. don't do this. And our friend Andrew put in chat, EA loves plowing anyone with vague interest in sports. Uh, the new FIFA games are down like criminal with their after-purchase monetization. I 100% agree, and I think it's even worse with Madden. Um, the amount of bullshit that's in Madden nowadays uh, that is just full of microtransactions, the Ultimate Team stuff is just garbage. Don't get me started on that. But the developers of Madden are so damn lazy that even though it's just a roster poured over, just update a roster for the new players that got drafted and you'd be fine. They still left graphics from the last year's game in the newest release. That's like what they've been doing for years, though. That's I know, but people are starting to notice now. <laughs> it took years for people to notice? 
Yes. That's, oh man. That's why I've got no problem setting up a PlayStation 3 emulator, dumping a file from the old NCAA football game, and just modding the hell out of that. Oh yeah. Plus, you could, you could do way more with that anyway. Plenty more fun. Because then you can control the game the way you want. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and all the new uniforms and stadiums, it's just cool to look at, to be honest. But yeah, yep. uh, I think EA is the biggest defender of that, and uh, I, I, I have a cautious optimism that things will change. Trying to but find think... the uh, the little headline that Yong Ye posted. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I was all into the Last of Us Two drama, so uh, oh, I my. watched his channel a good bit. Yeah, there was a, a little snippet post. I think it was by either. Yeah, it was by EA. It says we don't push people to spend our money in our games. And I was just like, what do you mean you don't push people to spend money? You basically lock people out of gameplay by saying, hey, if you want to have good players and you want to have good a uh, good team comp give us that money shell out you know it's, right oh. right it's, they, it's true i mean i there are people that'll defend tooth the nail you know that ea isn't doing anything predatory or any ea isn't doing anything wrong it's just blind fanaticism at this point oh yeah hands down like the fact that people are like Without even questioning the fact that one, like they're not, it's not even in your best interest, but two, like they're just spreading them open and going, Hmm, today will be a fun day. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, cool. We get to do nothing for the next 10 years because no one's actually witnessing it. But you know, if, if you see, if you, what you said is true and people are finally starting to realize, like, oh man, I am hopeful. That, that gives me a little bit of hope for yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Like, I I think I sent you this story. So, um, I'm a, like I just mentioned, I'm a huge fan of the NCAA football games, mm -hmm. and EA stopped making them in 2013 due to some lawsuits about image likeness with the players. That's a whole nother thing. If we could get my brother on because he plays college soccer, I would like to pick his brain about. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, I don't think he knows how to work Discord. <laughs> <laughs> he the the way I put it is I got the I got the brains he got the athleticism, um, all jokes aside he's a cool dude but I would like to pick his brain about that but they announced there's a new game in development and coming out in like 2023. Mm. There's no doubt it's gonna sell. There's I have no doubt in my mind that it's gonna sell right. Yeah, and it's gonna sell well. I mean it's gonna break records for sports games. Year two is when we'll figure out if EA is truly changed or not. Oh, of course not. And yeah. I'm kind of excited to see whether or not they decide to listen to the consumers. So here's my just like ballpark estimate of what's going to happen. They're going to release either broken or they're going to release well. They're going to implement like a two step forward, one step back plan of they're gonna way overreach with something stupid and then they're gonna pull back slightly and be like hey we're listening to everything and then they're just gonna continue to cont uh, slowly implement things that just keep being uh not customer friendly and just just all that jazz that's going on now it's i don't think it's gonna change not with ea at least uh, i i'm tending i'm you know what i agree with you well, I mean, it's a it's a wait and see situation, but there's companies like Rockstar, like Andrew put in the chat, GTA Five perfected making people work a forty hour work week in a video game in order to do something fun. 
I mean, I, Rockstar is a great example of, you know, you do what I'm, works and you don't. I'm, I mean, I'm like, trying to be real careful about what I say. Go ahead. It's like in a weird way, though, like that. I know what that uh, I know what he's saying is technically true, but like the context he's saying it. Like, yes, I agree. However, hilariously enough, with the IRL uh, Twitch streamers that are doing uh, that, um, the RP server stuff on GTA. Yeah. Like, they're, they've literally turned their, their lives into 40-hour work on GTA. But instead of Rockstar getting paid, they're getting paid. Right. Because <laughs> they're Twitch streamers, so they're, they're doing it for fun. Right. Yeah. The video game industry is a crazy place right now, and we're here to keep you updated. And, um... The well, biggest reason, make bad arguments. Just uh, as a closing note, the biggest reason I'm so pessimistic is just because, like, uh, with CD Projekt Red, like, there was mm. so much hype and hope behind Cyberpunk, especially considering, like, their absolute, like, not not performative, but, like, their, their performance overall with the customer base that they have on The Witcher and just how, like, dedicated to the craft of video game uh, making and narrative structures and everything like it they did a really good job with the series but there was a lot of hope behind uh cyberpunk and then in the obviously like circumstances arose with uh the pandemic and everything but you know uh just the way that that game released and the like reception of it specifically not not because it was a good game just mm -hmm. the reception of it like the the scope of how it was viewed i Man, that it it really did a number on a lot of people's trust for the industry. I think. Oh, I think so too. I mean, pandemic is no excuse for blatantly releasing an unfinished game. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they delayed it enough. I mean, I could wait another few months, maybe a year, honestly. Happily but waited. <laughs> I uh, I just looked up how many hours I do have into Cyberpunk. Hundred thirty. Not all that bad. I would consider it like a 60 hour game so that's like two playthroughs that's not that bad that's actually what it is uh, I had started a third and I was like I'm kind of over it I'll wait until they release the whole game <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah yeah I think well, that's let's, yeah well let's go ahead and move on so I've mentioned this already Adam's mm -hmm. a vape permit he manages a vape shop so you're going to get some weird FDA vape news every once in a while because I find it interesting and I can kind of talk about it. But something crazy happened this week where the Biden administration wants to ban menthol cigarettes. And the, well, and the reception has been kind of crazy. Um, did, you, did you hear about any of this before today or before you looked at the show notes yesterday? When you showed, when you posted the show notes for me, like I was, that, that was the first time I'd heard of it. I was like, excuse me, what? Like, that was news to me. I was like, wow, I did not know about this. Right. Well, the FDA has already suggested to many municipalities, states, and federally to ban flavored e-cigarettes, which is obviously a bad idea. We're seeing how well that's working in New York and Massachusetts, Massachusetts didn't, Connecticut, didn't, something like that. Didn't they do that with uh, Juul like a couple years ago? Yeah. Like they tried, they tried to ban flavored Juul pods. Oh, they, they didn't try. They did. Oh, they did? Okay. Right. The only two flavors of Jewel Pods, which are another fucking case of insanity, uh, is menthol and tobacco. Mm-hmm. If you ever used a Jewel, you know those are the two worst flavors. <laughs> uh, well, the big one was the mango. All the kids like the mango. Yes. Yes, All the, that one I remember, yeah. 
it's going to force people to buy rolling paper instead of Swisher sweets. You're right, Andrew, you're right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy that the, the prohibition style enforcement just doesn't work. It, it's never really worked. And especially with something like vaping, everybody's going to get around it. Like when I was a teenager, I got my hands on shit. I wasn't supposed to and legally and federally not allowed to have, I still got my hands on it. These kids are going to do this either way, but punishing the adults for the actions of a few bad seeds, a few bad shop owners, some dumb kids is not the way to go. You shouldn't be punishing the entire free adult population because of a few dumbasses. Yeah. It's, and it's the, the thing that irks me the most is not necessarily like the, the banning of it. Uh, it's the just complete disregard for people's like freedom of choice. It, I people, agree. People are allowed to do what they want, you know? And, uh, I, for, I think Issa said that they might be banning flavored rolling paper. Yep. Are Those they are considered tobacco products? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's considered a flavored tobacco product. And like what I do is, considered a flavored tobacco product like if they've banned va- uh flavored vape juice then my shop is out of business immediately that's all mm. we do we do our own house juice and we've been doing it for like nine ten years hell i've been a customer for seven of them <laughs> so it's got to <laughs> they've got to be doing something right but what's, what's even crazier about what the fda is doing is you know not only are they trying to ban the e-cigarettes but the menthol or, or banning the menthols because they're quote-unquote unhealthy which yes they are they're cigarettes they're unhealthy we've we've known this for years but them trying to get in the way of like just basic freedom of choice is really really kind of stupid but my i think the most confusing thing about this whole story is that there's people that are saying that it's a racist thing to do ban menthols but then there's other groups that are saying no, this is a great thing because they market specifically to the African-American population. It's predatory. The reception behind it is all, has obviously been, you know, uh, by and large, this is a bad thing. Why are they doing this? <laughs> I just, uh, it's just objectively speaking, like, I'm, I'm, I can't really say for, for either or if it is or isn't, like, uh, predatory or racist because like i don't i'm not informed enough to be able to make that statement but just on opinion solely on opinion like if the niche is there and the market's there like people buy what they want if it wasn't a good product or if it wasn't something that they want and i i understand that it's a little iffy and complicated with uh um with addictive uh substances like uh, nicotine but uh-huh. for the most part people are like people make the decisions that they want and like if it's their decision to purchase a you know flavored cigarette like i when i uh one of my um cousins uh only smoked uh menthol cigarettes whenever i was around them so you know that that would completely make them go cold turkey which can be even more of a health problem in some some certain circumstances yeah, I agree. And, you know, when, I mean, this is just opening the foot or opening the door to banning flavored vapes federally, which is why I care about this. I think the flavors when it comes to vaping are something that is an essential part of getting somebody to quit smoking. That's what vaping is. Use it to quit your nicotine addiction, whether you got it from the shitty Chinese made disposable vapes that you don't know what's in it, or you got it from smoking. Mm. Sometimes you need that complete spectrum shift 
to something completely different while still getting your nicotine to get you to quit. And that's really banning flavors is really going to hurt people. Um, I just, I, I want to kind of bounce off what Andrew said in the chat, the actual verbiage mm-hmm. for the ban. Biden mentions racial, sexual, and economic class purposes for the ban. So if, if I'm hearing this right, it's not about health. It's about. It's about protecting the, minority. Right. It's about protecting minority groups. Right. Okay. I would much rather it say, I, 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 I would accept it more if they were like, these are the unhealthiest of unhealthy cigarettes. Yeah, if there was actual evidence backing up, like these cigarettes or these in particular are more harmful for these reasons, I could understand. But if it's specifically just like a, oh, uh, these specific groups are getting targeted, it's like, well, they're getting targeted for a reason because they're buying the product. Right. They do that shit with uh, Facebook advertising too. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get advertisements all the time for like video games and other things because I buy video games. Right. If it wasn't for the fact that like I didn't buy them, like I wouldn't be getting ads for them. There's targeted advertisement for a reason. One of my favorite things that happens is I'll go to uh, the <laughs> online. They what? can't ban my favorite uh, flavored edible crack pipe. <laughs> no, they can't. Well, one of my, one of my crazy things that happens at least with my browsers is i go to like Sweetwater to look at a price for some music equipment mm-hmm. whatever and as soon as i go to another website a pop-up ad for Sweetwater, exactly what i was just looking at will come back up just constantly reminding me what that price is i think that's just the i remember getting the flavored rolling papers in high school to smoke weed good times <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we've got it we had a we had a dude uh that used to work at my shop and uh, we're allowed to mix our own flavors. Um, so he wanted the perfect Swisher sweet tropical something or other. I can't that- tell you the amount of times I've had to talk people off of that. Cause they go, Oh, treasure Island. That sounds really good. I'm like, do you like Swisher sweets? And they go, what's that? I go, then don't get it. Mind you. I have no idea what the hell any of things like it did just whoosh, fly whoosh over my head. Fair Don't enough. We'll try to educate you. We've got a few things to educate you on as the show goes forward. You do. There's a lot more about this stuff that you know that I just completely don't understand. Right. Just it's it goes both ways. Faded <laughs> there. All right. Do we want to move on? Do you want to do Star Wars or do you want to do Bitcoin? Ooh. You know what? I'm in a. I'm in, just just because I checked it recently. I'm in a. I'm in a crypto mood right now. <laughs> all right let's I'm in that see what crypto you think mood. of this let's see what you think of this so henry doesn't know sports just gonna put that out there first i know sports very well at least football and kansas city chiefs tight end sean culkin becomes first nfl player to convert their entire salary to bitcoin mind you i did hear about this new like aside from you i heard about this uh through one of my uh news outlets i was pleasantly surprised to hear that like solely for the fact that you know it's accepting a new medium of currency especially one that's not but like just the potential for it it's exciting Mm -hmm. i'm very excited for it i think it's very cool um i would rather my salary be guaranteed just in case that bitcoin does drop Uh yes it's like the equivalent of being paid in stocks (laughs) andrew Uh, we're sorry all your shit just got deleted (laughs) Off the chat. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> all nine of his messages were just timed out. Yeah, it's because oh, he sorry, spammed in all caps. <laughs> I'll change that so you can. I really don't care about that unless you're some shithead 14-year-old. Um, 
But it, it's starting to prove that Bitcoin is a real, a real thing. I think it was real really before. cool to see. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about this, so I'm gonna let you take a lot of the lead on it. But this crypto shit's crazy, man. And for an NFL player to go, I want all of my nine hundred twenty thousand dollars salary for this season to go into Bitcoin. Is, ooh, sorry about that. Is kind of incredible. Not something I was expecting to read last week. The only thing that I have like conflicting emotions on about it is the fact that the whole purpose of crypto, like the original creation of cryptocurrency and blockchain stuff, was that you couldn't tie it to uh, like an entity. Like it wasn't. It's not a physical manifestation of something. It's just ones and zeros that we all agree had some amount. Right. It's not backed up by like gold or silver or something. Exactly. It's the equivalent of online fiat currency that. No, that no one can. Uh, So having someone be paid in crypto is a little strange because that inherently means that some amount of, you know, some amount of wealth is tied to that crypto now. But I feel like that's just an inevitable how crypto will be going in the future. But the flip side of that is like when I I think it was China recently uh, introduced ideas for wanting to create their own crypto. Uh-huh. Like, that's where I'm like, okay, this is de- that defeats the whole purpose. Right. So it's, it's like, it's an interesting like flip side of the coin where it's like this at first, at first of its kind, the NFL player being paid solely in crypto. And then, then there's the potential for it to become an abused thing. Like something that it wasn't meant to. Be. Right. Speaking of crypto, how's your dog coin doing? <laughs> Uh, I think it's I from the last time I checked, even now it's uh, up another cent. I Jesus man, God. I have thankfully uh, I stupidly sold. Uh, I set a limit sell order for forty cents last night, expecting it to go like peak forty cents and then crash back down. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. Uh, it's still rising. I've quadrupled my money officially nice, from my dude. original investments. It's uh, quite the day. I almost got in when that thing started going up the first time. And uh, I didn't, I started going on Robinhood and then all this shit happened where they were freezing trading for the GameStop stuff. And it was such a pain in the ass to get in and start trading with like connection with timeout every two seconds. You couldn't get past a part and just the setup of your account. So I just took that as whoever's up there telling me to say, or uh, saying to me, Hey, quit it. You're going to lose fucking everything. So I didn't, I didn't jump in on the crypto market when I should have. My, I, I, uh, sat down with my dad the other day and I I sat down the other day with my dad and we were talking about it and he's like, fine, I'll do it. Uh, and he bought in with, I think I told him like, Hey, don't spend any more than like a on this. Not really that worth it. Like you have the potential to lose a lot. And he went in like 500 bucks on it. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, but to this day, I think he's made what, like, two hundred bucks off it. So hey, you know, I'll, I'm not saying I'm a money wizard, but he's putting money over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. I, I'm, I regret that I didn't put money into it, but at the same time, I don't have a lot of money to put in it. So no, nah, yeah, that's understandable. It was definitely a better decision for me to just be like, no, nah, uh-uh, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah, it it, it is fully gambling like i fully accept the fact that it is it is 100 just legalized gambling but you know it it if it works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't so right 
Right. Only play with what you're willing to lose. Right. Make sure you don't put your sleep at night number in there. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of which, my, my boss, dude, I love my boss. It's crazy. I spend more time with him a week than I do my own girlfriend, but he, um, he's, he's, he's a trader. He's a, he's a seasoned veteran in the stock market. And when, when GameStop started going up, that was the, that was where the worst two or three days of my career. <laughs> like he, uh, he would go to the front window at our shop and there'd be a, a lift fixing a street lamp out in the parking lot. And he goes, wow, that's looking rather enticing, isn't it? I'm like, Tim, I'm do you need me to drive you home and make sure you get there? Okay. Yeah. I, especially when the, that, this, that's when the, um, that's when the GME AMC to the moon stuff. Right. 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 So yeah. He has since put a lot of money into Ethereum and started making a shit ton of money from it. I get Ethereum's up to like almost five grand now, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Actually, let me, let me double check that. Please do. Cause I, I was just, I don't know, <laughs> but one of, we have a customer that comes in, he's big into the stock market and he goes over and gives Tim all of his tips and I'll, I'm just kind of no, keeping an ear no, no. out to see if I can give you any, any ideas. I was madly mistaken. It is not, it's not, it's close relatively speaking but it's not anywhere near 5k yet it's uh 3.4 3.4k still not bad not bad at all considering it's uh for the last what like say month it's been steadily growing yeah but it hasn't it hasn't had a single moment of like uh like what happened with bitcoin recently where it went from like 60 to 50 uh-huh. in like a day or two days like it hasn't had that happen yet to it that's good. But, That's really but, good. But you never know. That bu- uh, These are all bubbles. They'll all pop soon, right? Uh, Is that a valid statement? I don't know anything about this fucking stock market. I pulled no, this shit for you. It's technically true. Like, the way that most people are seeing it, and, like, I mostly agree with it when they say it, is that the whole, like, the whole reason that everything is worth as much now is because of overinflation. Like, the the... At least my overarching idea of what is happening is uh, the pandemic pumped in a bunch of money into the economy that did slash didn't need to be there, depending on how you see it, because it didn't go into the right hands in some cases, and it definitely went into the right hands in other cases. Um, But all this money got flooded into the uh, into the economy. And, you know, keeping idle money is a bad idea, just period. So you right. want to do something with it, and the most, in like the most intelligent thing to do with it is put it into an appreciable, like appreciable um, uh, fund, or have an asset that will gain wealth over time. And lo and behold, crypto is skyrocketing now in the middle of a pandemic, like again for the second time. Um, so what I think is going to happen is like when everything starts to get back to normal and people start needing money to do things again it's 100 percent going to be the case that like everyone starts selling and it's like potentially going to be like uh 19 1920 again where it's like hey this is worthless and you had a bunch of money that now you don't uh sorry yeah. <laughs> but, that's a you risky know, that's, take man I... it's it's a wait and see kind of thing like from before but you y'all know. y'all got y'all got bigger nuts than me dude <laughs> a lot less to lose i'll say that, that i tried at least that. i tried sports gambling one time and uh it was the ohio state clemson game two years ago 
And Ohio State got, hang on, is my button on? Ohio State got And then uh, I lost some money, so I said never again. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Buckeye what, fan, by the way. What, what Andrew said is completely true, that the uh, inflation rate and the federal rate is going to absolutely massacre the middle class and everyone's savings accounts. Hands down, that 100%. That is exactly what's going to happen. Because his, especially with what's happening with crypto, his proposed plan uh, to, one, help pay for everything that he's doing right now, but also um, uh, just overall, like, how to manage the money He's proposing a 43, or I think 42, 3%, I I forget what the tax is called, but it's basically like cryptocurrency. If you sell it, 42 to 43% of it goes straight into the, uh, into the pocket of the government. Just, just straight up immediately. Like you have to, you have to pay that. That's the proposed tax. Um, So like the, I think it's called an estate tax. But uh-huh. man, uh, that's oh boy. Uh, all all I'm saying is, man, if if shit doesn't go awry in the next few like years from hyperinflation, I don't know happen. Yeah, like I said, y'all got no- more nuts than me. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with that shit. Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be. Yeah, like we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. I'm right. I'm hopeful, pleasantly right. optimistic. I'd say that's that's good. Be, you got to be positive these days, dude. You really yes. do. Not or else much everything's just going to come down on you. Oh, yeah, fuck. There's not much to be positive for, but you know what is that Katori make? <laughs> good good transition, Henry. <laughs> that Katori make, am I right? Yeah. Uh, Jason Schreier said that there is a uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake or uh, new game, just period, coming out from Aspire. Um I couldn't be more excited about this. I, I with the exception of uh, Ed, thank you Andrew for it, but with the exception of uh, Sith Lords, never played the original games. You never played the original one? I watched a bunch of videos. I know all the lore from it because I love Star Wars. Never played the game. <laughs> never played them. I mean, if you played two, you basically played one. Eh, fair enough. It's pretty much the same. I I recently replayed Kotor two. It's a really, it was a really good time. I had a lot of fun with that. Did you have to mod it in any way? Uh, I, I, I sure did. I did. Let's see. I did the uh, content restore. Mm-hmm. I did a few cosmetic things just to make it look pretty. That's about it. Ah, okay. So nothing, nothing to touch up the game. No, no. I mean, I could have. I just didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't yeah. feel like it. Understood. I like those long, grindy RPGs like that. I think they're I- fun. If it weren't for the, like, because I hate the old WoW system of, like, a hotbar. If it weren't for that, I'd, I would love to play the games. Yeah. I just can't get over that fact. Yeah. the uh, I tried the online one. Um, it was all right. The Swator? Yeah. Yeah. And- it was just okay, in my opinion. Like, I got through a little bit of it, and I was like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do, and I'm not feeling it, and I'm about two hours in. I'm just going to put this down. Luckily, it was free. That was the big thing. If it wasn't free, I'd still be playing it just out of obligation. Is it not free now? Oh, it's free now. I mean, it's always been free, but I didn't pay for like the season passes or whatever. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was I was confused for a second. Yeah, sorry. 
I haven't slept much in the last 24 hours. I, I know you were fumbling around with the the pre-production stuff for this, so I, I know... Don't tell I, them that. I owe you a lot. No, I, I'm giving credit, where, giving credit where credit's due, you know? I've I know, but keep expectations low. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a, a KOTOR remake would definitely be something cool. We're seeing all these old video games from like 10, 20 years ago being remade in modern-day engines for modern-day consoles and PCs. I am very happy about that, by the way. Like, I, I am I too... Some of it seems like cash grab, but it's still cool. I don't care. It's the it's the like because it's it's a hundred percent a cash grab if you remake the game. That's all it is. It's just playing the nostalgia. But like getting to getting to see like the the original Tomb Raider games and the original Kator games and all that just in modern day graphics. Ugh, it's so good. Like the uh, the, the Resident Evil remakes, mm -hmm. like fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. It's just cool to see. And I don't know, it is probably the nostalgia factor, but when you go back and replay a game that you played as a kid, like the um, Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> yeah, the rehydrated one. Yep. So, yeah. like, I, I played the original, and then my girlfriend and I played the original um, when we were kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looked amazing, and it was so damn cool. I went back and played it on an emulator. I'm like, this isn't nearly as good as I thought or I remembered. But yeah. then Rehydrated came out, and you're like, this is what I was waiting for. Yeah, this is this is the touch-up that I wanted. Shit's great. I mean, it has its problems, but it's great. Yeah. I love it. That, that's that's exactly the feeling of, like, uh, I recently emulated uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex. Uh -huh. Like, loved that game when I was a kid. Go back to it now. Still a good game. Uh, not, not what I remember it being, though. <laughs> Have you played the all. 2005 Star Wars Battlefront 2 recently? uh no no i haven't i played a lot of the uh more recent one when it uh went free oh yeah i did too that was a good time we had a good time with that that was good we have to do that again sometime we definitely should it's just dude trying to get people all together is starting to become a chore <laughs> everyone's busy you know schedules aren't like meshing well it's right people are it, it is what it is though. welcome to adulthood dude <laughs> uh don't don't remind me no, You're I'm an adult now, dude. No, no, I don't want to be. Dude, I, I turned 24 be. last month. I don't want to hear that. I, I felt old. Listen, I turned 25 this year. Do you really? I, yeah, I will be 30 before all of you fuck. Sweet. I will be an old fart. I gotta write this down. Hang me. on. By Henry Walker for 30th birthday. Okay. I think we're good. Me, old man. I need help crossing the streets. <laughs> oh shit yeah on uh, going back on the kotor thing i'd be excited for a remake if it happens if it doesn't i'm st I, I still like the games i play them every once in a while so yeah it's it's like one of those touch and go games play it right. every, like, once a year or something right if they on. if they can make it where it's not like the pause turn-based combat and it's more like a regular combat like you'd see in battlefront or something i would be all in uh, I think more like Star Wars Academy. I never played uh, that. If, that was that was a good game, uh, where you got to play as uh, as I, I basically I think it was basically everything. I, I haven't touched that game in a while, so it's uh, basically I think you got to play as like a bounty hunter, Sith, Jedi, everything. It was like super in depth combat for the the for the era, mind you. Right. Um, if they could do it something like that. 
Or uh, ha did you have you played um, or at least seen any of the Final Fantasy fourteen stuff? Yeah, I've uh, never played those games, but I did see them. Yeah, something of that nature would be kind of cool too. It's still kind of stop and go because it's all action cue, because that's balance, obviously. Like, that would be really cool. That would be really nice. That would be cool. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, we're going to move on to another subject, but I I'm going to say right now, I will not ever, if I can help it, post an article from gaming gamingbible.co.uk ever again. Too many just, ads. That too. You uh, you come 0% of the nuts you don't take. Kobe Bryant, 1824 to 2008. Good job. Um <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I I opened the link and it's apparently a completely different link. I don't know what happened there. That's the second time that's happened with Gaming Bible in the last two weeks. So I don't think I'm going to use them as a source ever again. However, I can quickly summarize this up. You played TFT, right? Uh, we had a bunch of friends that did. I'll say that much. Okay. <laughs> so a bunch of people in the chat will know about TF2. What they might not know... <clears throat> is that that whole game was held together by a JPEG of a coconut. It, it, wait, excuse me, what? Yeah, a coconut. Jay, a picture JPEG of a coconut. Of, how, though? I don't know. It just works with the damn coconut in there. <laughs> so if you take the JPEG out, The game doesn't, doesn't work. work whatsoever. It, oh. Program is fucking weird, dude. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Oh, I found I found the article. Hold on. Without oh, you did? Video. Yeah, I found it. Let me let me send you the link real quick. Hold on. Oh, did you just copy paste that thing? There you go. Okay, real quickly, I'm gonna have to go do this. Hang on. All right, everybody, look away. <laughs> All right. Yeah, entire TF2 game apparently held together by a single coconut JPEG. So this came from. Oh God. This came from a Twitter account called uh, Trans Girl Source. Uh, fun TF2 fact. There's a JPEG of a coconut in the files. A dev note reads, I have no fucking idea who put this here, but when I deleted it, the game wouldn't start. Words cannot describe my fucking confusion. Henry? So, so I, I don't know. That just, that's a little mind boggling to me. Like I didn't really, I didn't really play the game, but to everyone that did, like I can't imagine. <laughs> like I think I don't think the game was that good. I, in... Controversial opinion. See, I never played it, so I have no idea. I I touched it for like a couple of hours. Not not my game. I'll say that much. But <laughs> if the game got held together by a single coconut JPEG, my God, what is your game? I don't know. <laughs> That's so damn weird to me. But it's yeah. crazy that the entire game was just dependent on a picture of a, co a coconut. Like, come on. A coconut, really? I don't like, know, I, man. I just, I don't, I don't get it. it it's, okay, if it's, if it's any, like, if it's any, like, c consolation to them. Like, if we look back at that era of game development, like, all the Half-Life 2 developer comments and stuff uh, from when they were... Um, uh, making Half-Life 2 and Half-Life, uh, the original, like the, the mind state of those people wasn't, uh, <laughs> the mind state of those people weren't very, uh, uh, put together. I'll say like the, 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 the developer comments in the program language is hilarious. I'll, I'll send you a video. 
Yes, please do. I'll watch that when we're done it's, here. It's so, so funny. <laughs> Andrew just got half of his shit timed out again. <laughs> no, no. Yet again. He says I wasn't posting links. I'm going to post a bat file. No, oh, no. no files. No files in chat. No. No, no, no. Big, Big no, no. All right. I don't. He did it again. It just happens. Yep. There, there it know. goes again. Don't. You fuck. <laughs> Um, I see you just posted something in the show notes. Please go over it. I want you to present this story. Uh, which section? Hold. Elon Musk, please. Oh yes. Also, yes. yes. Also, I don't. You listen to the radio. You listen to podcasts. Something I'm really trying to be aware of is dead air. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really hard to think about not or saying something when you have nothing to say <laughs> and this, i just want okay. to point that out fully understand however when it comes to this there's lots to say so the snl uh show saturday night live has having elon musk as the host saturday uh saturday uh may 8th mm-hmm. and so this ties into the crypto a little bit ties into the uh, uh like i guess like culture news etc but like so crypto side for some forsaken reason elon musk is tied heavily to the value of a lot of crypto uh, particularly doge and bitcoin okay uh so as we approach saturday Night live and this is what i told my dad when he purchased uh he's like hey pay very close attention to saturday because when he makes his appearance, if he says anything about it, it's going to shoot. It's going to shoot up like a rocket to the moon. Uh, not actually, but like it's going to gain a decent chunk of percentage. Um, and probably going to come back down from that. <laughs> not not going to lie. But on the other side of it, apparently a lot of people really peeved about him being the host. Uh, I saw a couple of tweets, one of them saying, you know, I don't. Like, uh, I'm not a fan of the billionaire worship, you know. Why do we have a man who called a man a pedophile uh, hosting one of the, like, large shows uh, to date, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, there's a a lot of people angry about him being, you know, host. And I think um, one of the musical stars was going to be Miley Cyrus, Uh uh, who she was very, actually, like, over at Twitter, at least, was very ecstatic to make it happen. She's like, yeah, I'm totally down for it. like, let me know. And people were on her ass about it for some reason. They're like, how dare you work with man? Like, he's this and that. And it's like, oh, man, I, I can't even understand why people are so heated about, like, something that you don't even have to tune into. Yeah, I I mean, that's just that's just the way the world works. Like you see it on YouTube and and Twitch and Twitter all the time. Like if you don't like it, just don't watch. Don't interact. Unfollow all that bullshit. Andrew's calling us mean things in chat. I think he's referring uh, to Twitch itself. Fair enough. (laughs) I I kind of agree, honestly. But yeah, I mean, people just like to stick their noses in everybody else's shit. Uh you know, holier than thou mentality. Everybody's special, but I don't see the big deal. You know, eh, no, I don't either. It's it's you don't have to tune it if you don't want to. It's not something that you're forced to watch or forced to listen to. If you think it's like the media 
<laughs> propagating, uh, you know, culture or standards or norms or whatever. It's like, that's what, that's what you want to see. And it's like, if it weren't for the fact that like, there was a bunch of news coverage about it, I wouldn't have even, like, I wouldn't have known that Elon Musk. Right. I, I wouldn't have known about it either, but like, just don't what? Like, who, can, who, give, who gives a shit? I, I haven't watched SNL in probably 10 years. I think the last episode I watched was with Will Ferrell and Green Day. That's how long ago it was. I, the only time I remember ever watching SNL, like, I've never watched it live, but the only time I've ever watched it was, like, I think when it was on either Netflix or Hulu, one of the two, and they had, like, a bunch of seasons for it, uh-huh. like, back to back to back, like, season one, two, three, etc. Like, that was the only time I ever watched it. It's gone downhill. It really has. It, it was never uphill for me in the first place, I'm going to be honest. Like, if I want to see a comedy routine, I'm going to go watch comedy. Like, that's where the that's where the good stuff happens. Who's your, who's your the... favorite stand-up comedian? Oh, man. My dad sent me a, a recent video. Uh, George, uh, George Carlin. Oh, George oh my Carlin God. is the man. I love him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. Like, may he, may he rest in peace. But uh, he is the equivalent of, like, not woke in the like in the sense that we use it now, but he's just like he's he sees the world what it is, and he's just like eating popcorn in the corner of the. Room. <laughs> right. This trash, this trash fire is great. <laughs> right, I think my favorite right now is Tom Segura. He's he's really damn good, and he's got a I... podcast called Your Mom's House. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funniest shit I've ever seen. It's a lot of stuff. It's it's a podcast that I like to take a little bit of inspiration from just because some of the videos they show are so fucked up. Uh, like uh, some Taiwanese dude getting hit by a car. That's a good one. What? Yeah. I'll have to send what? you that. I think I've sent you that video. If not, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to. But I think one of my favorite ones is when they had this old dude named Norm. And he mm-hmm. uh, he was pretty famous on, on the, uh, the, the porn sites. Just for being so out there and crazy he was canadian so he made poutine and instead of uh chili he used bodily fluids oh that's awful right right so every time i hear the word poutine i gag a little bit oh man and i've actually had poutine before it's good but oh well i'm sorry for ruining it for you I know. I'll I'll eat that stuff any day of the week. That stuff's good. Super unhealthy. Very good. Right. I mean, every, everything that tastes good is unhealthy, right? Is that what we're going with? Eh, I I I agree. Mostly, I agree. There's a couple of things here and there. Yeah. I'm like, not known for having the best diet. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What's your favorite restaurant? Why a burger? Burger. Man, uh, during that snowstorm. Like where basically everything was closed and like you couldn't do anything. Waterburger was still open. <laughs> That's so crazy. He, I I'm not a shill for him, and God bless you, Andrew. I know you'll kill me saying that they're not all that great, but God bless them for being open when there was there were lines out that out the wazoo for their. Uh... Yeah, as the as there should have been. Uh, the ones up here were closed. That snowstorm sucked, asshole. There was so much about that that was so messed up. <laughs> we had power go out. We thought we were good for not having anything uh, uh, 
anything burst in our house and then two days later we had a pipe burst and it was just like shit is that during the storm the, yeah. the snowstorm yeah the snowmageddon and yeah all the man seeing all the videos and stuff for that that was that was pretty bad that that was especially like i heard stories of people like trying to warm themselves up in their cars in their garage and like they suffocated themselves because they didn't open the garage door right right so like 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 they basically like asphyxiated themselves with fume i was like man that was that was really bad did you see the uh girl in uh dallas who got who just happened to park under the one pipe in her parking garage that burst uh was that the was that the car that was completely covered in ice yes oh yeah i saw the picture of it she didn't get hurt in that right no 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 just her car did okay (laughs) it was a cool picture uh but uh i can't imagine being any more upset with life than having my car being completely covered in ice the funny thing about that is the the rest of the parking garage was just empty it was just her (laughs) it was just her in the one spot you know murphy's law yeah (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) if life can it will ream you just a matter Uh, of how badly god's fucking right dude I wish I could go into what I was just thinking right now, but I can't. But we'll we'll move on. Um, Henry, how often do you read the Huffington Post? Not at all, friend. Not at all. It's not okay. my main. If you want a good laugh, go read through their articles a little bit. Or just read the headlines. I see you sent me one at least. Uh... Yeah, don't don't read it, please. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I that, that one in particular, that one's a little touchy for uh, right. The I'll, all I have to say about that one, if if you're not like emotionally intelligent enough to realize, you know, uh, what someone is doing to you in that manner, I am one incredibly sorry for you that that's happening to you. And on top of that, it's just like, oh man, uh, whoo, uh, yeah. <laughs> Too well, touchy. I, Can't really go any further than that. Right. I think we're kind of getting on the same page here, but the, yeah, yeah. I just came across this list and I, I had to share it with the rest of you. You know, gaslighting is a thing that is actually very damaging to people, but some people don't often realize that it's happening to them, uh, probably because they never heard of the term gaslighting. But six gaslighting phrases people say to manipulate you. That yeah. never happened. That's number one. Like how many times do you misremember something? Well, it's I, all the time, honestly. Forgetful memory. I barely remember what I had for. Yeah, me too. I didn't even have breakfast. Shit, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> uh, Man, as, th- a, as a lover of SpongeBob, I'm a little upset with you. The most important meal of the day. Dude, serving it up Gary's way. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two is you're too sensitive. I've heard that one a few times come across my desk, and it's kind of true. That one's usually used by uh, ladies against men. Yeah. 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 Usually. Not always the case. But Right. <laughs> You're crazy, and other people think so, too, is number three. In the defense of that one specific phrase, more often than not, they're usually right. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> like, if if everyone else thinks you're crazy, too... Like, obviously, like, under the circumstances in which this 
like yeah the, as what the article is saying like yeah they're a horrible horrible person but like if everyone is telling you you're a lunatic probably a bryson dechambeau eat your fucking heart out uh number four is you have a terrible memory people do have terrible memories sometimes i mean like i think half of our friend group does like there's very few people that do right uh yep uh, number five is, I'm sorry you think that I hurt you. And you know what? That is something I experienced in the corporate workplace when I got my first full-time job. That one, I'm, I can I'm see, I'm sorry yeah. you think that way. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's an anti-apology. Like, yeah. That, that was not really gaslighting, that. though. Oh, that, I definitely I, I, use that. That, that is, like, that, that, that's not necessarily... Well, in terms of, like, a relationship or, like, uh, interpersonal relationship where it's, like close i could see that being gaslighting but like when you say that to a customer that you're just like i'm done dealing with you you're like i'm sorry you think that way it, it, it's the most caring thing to say to somebody but man <laughs> it, it works it works there it it, it does it, it's not really gaslighting though people are just assholes you know oh, yeah, uh sure. number six is you should have known how i would react that one for sure mm-hmm. yeah i've heard that one a couple of times oh i've definitely heard that before yeah, that, uh, that one's not fun. Yeah, uh, you hear a lot of these in the workplace. It's really weird, especially that from your superiors. I don't hear a lot of these a lot on a personal level, but just because I don't talk to people, you know. Gotta get, we gotta get closer to us. <laughs> oh shit! Gotta move. You gotta hang out more. Oh, we'll, right. gotta, <laughs> we'll throw all the gas fire on you. Oh shit! <laughs> Gaslighting is a weird concept. It's interesting in the sense that there's a lot of like prepping psychologically that you have to do to the person or that they've had to have had done to them already but once once they're in that mind state to be able to have it ha- have it done to them like it can be very like you can go a long distance with it as an it's pretty unfortunate that that's a thing right this shifted in a weird part i had a punchline to end the show but i guess we're not doing that <laughs> Force it in like the Couture one. Oh, uh, <laughs> gaslighting doesn't exist. You made it up because you're fucking crazy. Where's my music? We're done. Oh, we're no. done. Yay! We finished our first fucking podcast. Congratulations. And hopefully the music's working. Uh, you can't hear the music, obviously. So, yeah, no, I can't. Okay, so Henry, are you going to be on Twitch tonight? I will not. No, I will not be. Okay, well, going forward, everybody, we will be probably live on twitch after the show for about an hour to two hours depending on what's going on you can follow us here at the backseat podcast um on twitch we also have our personals radio violence is mine i'm adam hi henry what's yours mine is uh bergeron at all platform gotcha and we'll we'll make sure to get those down in in the panels and everything once we figure out how to do that all right Henry, is there anything else you want to plug? No, just shout out to Andrew for helping set up the the voice channel and you know being super interactive with the chat, especially for the first time. And yeah, it helps uh, a lot. To anyone listening, yeah. All right, thank you so much, guys. We will see you next Monday around six o'clock. Also, just one more thing I've got to add: it's been three thousand four hundred forty-six days since Michigan beat Ohio State in football. Goodbye. Have a good one.